Talk Radio. In the Tucker Putin interview, President Putin explained how Russia has sought peace with the West ever since the fall of the Soviet Union. I recommend watching the entire interview, but here is my short edit. After 1991, when Russia expected that it would be welcomed into the brotherly family of civilized nations, nothing like this happened. Yeltsin came to the United States, remember, he spoke in Congress and said the good words, God bless America, everything he said were signals, let us in. Yeltsin was immediately dragged through the mud, accused of alcoholism of understanding nothing, of knowing nothing. He understood everything, I assure you. I became president in 2000. I thought, okay, the Yugoslav issue is over, but we should try to restore relations. Let's reopen the door that Russia had tried to go through. At a meeting here in the Kremlin with the outgoing president, Bill Clinton, right here in the next room, I said to him, I asked him, Bill, Do you think if Russia asked to join NATO, do you think it would happen? Suddenly he said, you know, it's interesting. I think so. But in the evening, when we met for dinner, he said, you know, I've talked to my team. No, no, it's not possible now. I repeatedly raised the issue that the United States should not support separatism or terrorism in the North Caucasus. But they continue to do it anyway. I once raised this issue with my colleague, also the President of the United States. He says, it's impossible, do you have proof? I said, yes. I was prepared for this conversation and I gave him that proof. He looked at it and you know what he said? I apologize, but that's what happened. The CIA replied, we have been working with the opposition in Russia, we believe that this is the right thing to do, and we will keep on doing it. The third moment is a very important one, is the moment when the US missile defense system was created. I had a very serious conversation with President Bush and his team. I proposed that the United States, Russia and Europe jointly create a missile defense system, but our proposal was declined, that's a fact. It was right then when I said, look, but then we will be forced to take countermeasures. And now I come to the main thing, they have come to the Ukraine ultimately. In 2008, at the summit in Bucharest, they declared that the doors for Ukraine and Georgia to join NATO were open. Viktor Yanukovych came to power and how? The first time he won after President Kuchma, they organized a third round, which is not provided for in the constitution of Ukraine. This is a coup d'etat. The US supported it and the winner of the third round came to power. In 2014, there was a coup, they started persecuting those who did not accept the coup, and it was indeed a coup. They created the threat to Crimea, which we had to take under our protection. They launched the war in Donbass in 2014 with the use of aircraft and artillery against civilians. We would have never considered to even lift a finger if it hadn't been for the bloody developments on Maidan. It was they who started the war in 2014. Our goal is to stop this war. And we did not start this war in 2022. This is an attempt to stop it. Wouldn't it be better to negotiate with Russia? 
make an agreement, already understanding the situation that is developing today, realizing that Russia will fight for its interests to the end? Listen, you have said that the world is breaking into two hemispheres. A human brain is divided into two hemispheres. One is responsible for one type of activities, the other one is more about creativity and so on. But it is still one and the same head. The world should be a single whole. Security should be shared rather than a meant for the golden billion. That is the only scenario where the world could be stable, sustainable and predictable. Until then, while the head is split in two parts, it is an illness, a serious adverse condition. It is a period of severe disease that the world is going through now. See the whole thing at TuckerCarlson.com. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to tell you here on this February 9th, Friday, February 9th, 2024 transmission, I am just on cloud nine. This week in news has been incredible, Uh, specifically right here at InfoWars. This has been one of the most incredible weeks of covering news and just developments of of everything we've done on air (laughs) with the fake Elon Musk on with David Icke and Alex Jones earlier today. I mean, oh my gosh. Um, and then actually the reason why I didn't do the first five minutes is because I was just on a Twitter space with Adrian Dittman, who refers to himself, uh, refers to himself as Elon Musk's lost brain cells. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then, uh, it, it's probably worth going back and listening to David Icke and Adrian Dittman on the Alex Jones show earlier today. It was one of those deals when it was so captivating that like the entire crew ends up in the studio listening. And so I came over from my office and I was listening. And a lot of other crew was in there listening. And I was like, you know what? I'll get on a space with Adrian Dittman. And then that just concluded right now. So we'll, we'll clip that and, and put that at Owen Schroyer 1776. But I mean, that's just the follow-up from the epic day that was yesterday with the Vladimir Putin, Tucker Carlson interview with Joe Biden, the DOJ finding him guilty of committing three crimes, but they say we're not going to charge him. He's mentally incapacitated. So we, we there, there's no reason to take him to trial. He doesn't know where he is. He forgets who he is, what he is, where he is, what time it is. So what's the point of even taking him to trial? He's not going to remember anything. And then you had him, Biden himself, whose idea it was to send Biden out there last night. I don't know. Was it a good idea? Was it a bad idea? Because when you look at it from the perspective of, well, he has to issue a response. He has to claim innocence. He has to claim victory, even when it's not there. We know it's going to be embarrassing. So why not send him out there while everybody's watching Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin? And then hopefully nobody will see Joe Biden and nobody will see him 
thinking that Mexico is in the Middle East. That's how bad it was. Oh, he gets mad, starts yelling at the press. I'm fully capable. My brain is working just fine. Now, the president of Mexico is stopping aid from Israel. President Chichi of Mexico in, in Gaza. Oh, gee. Oh, Joe. But I guess the thought is, hey, maybe nobody saw it because everybody's watching Vladimir Putin and Tucker Carlson. And, and so then there's the response to that. So I really just kind of want to tap into the audience today and just see what you think. But I've got two uh, guests today as well. We're going to be joined in studio by Valentino Gomez, who is a former Division One swimmer. She's been exposing the, the men playing in the women's sports. She's going to talk about that. She's also been exposing how the left is putting uh, pornographic and, and, and sex sexual materials into public libraries in Missouri. It's so bad that she's decided to run for office in Missouri because of it. So she's going to be breaking all that down. And then Nick Sortor, who also, because uh, we've been kind of implementing some crossovers every once in a while here with Twitter spaces or X spaces and our live shows and Alex did it earlier this week and Nick Sortor got through and was saying hey they're trying to give hundreds of billions of dollars to Israel and to Ukraine but I'm down here in Maui and this place is still devastated and they're not getting anything so yeah well let's talk about that then so Nick Sortor is going to be joining us as well and then I got a bunch of video clips tons of news but here's speaker Mike Johnson because this isn't up for debate. And I'm not I'm not surprised Joe Biden going out and defending himself. Saying, well, I was found innocent. The report shows I'm innocent and they decided not to charge. Doesn't mention that it says we're not charging you because you're, you're mentally unfit to be charged. You're too old and, and too feeble of mind. And then when he gets asked about that, he, he gets aggressive and starts yelling at the press. Well, no, the report found that you did commit crimes. You did willfully, consciously, illegally take classified material, store classified material, and then share classified material with unauthorized individuals. And that would be his ghostwriter who then deleted those recordings, that evidence. So Speaker Mike Johnson makes a statement here representing the House Republicans. And the statement is, the special counsel's findings that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials and engaged in practices that present serious risks to national security is deeply disturbing. Not only does it demonstrate the president's recklessness, but exposes a two-tiered system of justice that is indicting one president with politically motivated charges while carrying water for another amid similar allegations. Among the most disturbing parts of this report is the special counsel's justification for not recommending charges. Namely, the president's memory had such significant limitations that he could not convince a jury that the president held a mental state of willfulness that a serious felony requires. A man too incapable of being held accountable for mishandling classified information is certainly unfit for the Oval Office. So, 
the question remains then, is this enough to shake Speaker Mike Johnson out of his political stupor and, and realize what he's truly up against? To watch the political persecution of Donald Trump continue while Joe Biden gets caught committing multiple crimes, the crime that they're going after Donald Trump for doing, which he obviously didn't do and has immunity against. But yet Biden gets no charges and they will continue to pursue charges against Donald Trump. Will, will this will this shake him out of his political stupor enough to realize what he's really up against? To realize what really must be done to save this country? What really must be done to defeat the corruption in Washington, D.C. and not become a part of it? So far, we haven't seen that. Maybe this is that moment. Is this enough for them to move forward with articles of impeachment? Should be. I mean, think about that. You've probably never had more evidence to go with when it comes to impeaching a sitting president of the United States. The DOJ already gave you everything you need. You don't even have to conduct an investigation. You can already take the special counsel's report and then use that for your impeachment of Joe Biden. Will they do it? Now, let's tie all of this into the Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin interview, because Tucker made sure to get this information. He said, well, why aren't you calling Washington, D.C. to stop the war in Ukraine? And, and, and Putin kind of scoffed at the question and kind of brushed it off his shoulder. But, but the answer is obvious here, because who are you going to call? Joe Biden? Joe Biden doesn't know what he had for breakfast this morning. Joe Biden thinks Mexico is in the Middle East. I mean, should I go to these clips? I mean, I got I got clips again of Joe Biden having no idea what's going on. I mean, should we just should we just go to clip two here? Should we just show you? Here, here's Joe Biden. This is why the special counsel said, yes, Joe Biden committed crimes, but this is why they won't charge him because he's mentally incapacitated. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer during this my memory is fine. The president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate. A solid meeting with, um, with uh, the, uh, the Mitterrand from Germany, I mean, from France, looked at me and said, uh, said, elderly man with a poor memory. I said, I'm going to be a president for everybody, whether you live in a red state or a green state. I, uh, um, Anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to. Making Roe v. Word. The best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. 159000000000 billion let. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot, foot, uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? One, two. A well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. The, um... 
So there it is. So here's Peter Ducey. I guess he's the only one in the White House press corps that they'll call on that, that has a spine to ask these questions. They won't call on Simon Atiba, so he just sits there and, and just hangs out, I guess. The rest are just lap dogs of the Democrat Party. They won't ruffle any feathers. But then there's Peter Ducey with a little um, volley session here with Corrine Jean-Pierre over it in clip one. Thank you, Corrine. If the special counsel says President Biden's got significant limitations on his memory, then who is helping him run the country? The president of the United States runs the country. The commander in chief runs the country. How can he be trusted with the nuclear codes if I, I get that you're saying that uh, nobody in the building would say that he's got an issue with his memory. But just the little part of what we get to see, he's made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake on camera this week. So I want to be very clear here. Um, bringing a clown horn in there. I mean, they don't call on him. So you ought to just bring a clown horn in there. Might as well. The whole thing's a damn clown show. I mean, look at the LA Times this morning. I mean, you want to talk about sucking off the Biden administration. <laughs> this is the Los Angeles Times firing all of their staff. How could they with such quality work? Age matters, which is why Biden's age is his superpower. Biden's age is his superpower. But you watch. The Los Angeles Times will publish a story. They probably already have published a story telling you how Trump is too old. So so Trump, who's younger than Joe Biden and clearly more mentally fit, they'll say Trump is too old. He's mentally incapacitated. He can't be president. But here's Biden who was deemed as too mentally unfit to stand trial when he committed massive crimes. And age is his superpower. I mean, the, the, good, the good news is these people are losing so badly politically and culturally that they're doomed. The bad news is they're going to take us all down with them and they still control most of the means of the mainstream media, communications, news, industry, education. I mean, you name it. It's just, it's just unbelievable. And, and so here's Joe Biden last night denying it. Just like Bill Clinton, and people noticed when Bill Clinton was saying, I never had sexual relations with that woman. It was from the exact same spot in the White House with the same bookshelf behind him and everything. I mean, that's just like art. Here it is. I did not share classified information. I did not share it. With your ghostwriter. With my ghostwriter. I did not. Guarantee you did not. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Same bookshelf behind him. Same bookshelf. (laughs) You can't even write that stuff. I guess that might have been an oversight. I guess that might have been an oversight from the uh, Biden team that told him to go out there and make a statement. Hey, hey, Joe, look, you got to make a statement. You got to declare innocence even though you were found guilty. Do it now. Nobody's watching. They're all watching Tucker Carlson. So just do it now. That was the same bookshelf Bill Clinton denied having sexual relations with Monica Lewinsky even though he did? Oh. Whoops. Oh, uh, uh, oh. So, okay. 
Biden has basically accused Robert Hur of being a liar now. That's the DOJ. Now, nothing is going to come of it because at the end of the day, they're all working in unison. But Joe Biden has now declared Robert Hur a liar. But first he comes out and he says, the special counsel found me innocent, which is a lie. The special counsel found him guilty, but would not take him to trial because he's mentally unfit. Now, to me, I I look at this and, and I see the narratives in the news and whether it's the left or the right, how can Biden survive this? This is the end of Joe Biden. But to me, nothing has changed. We knew he committed all these crimes. The only, the only, the only new news to any of us was how he was sharing this with his ghostwriter in, in unauthorized, illegal ways. And then his ghostwriter was deleting the evidence because they knew the special counsel was coming. So obviously Biden said, hey, you're, you're about to get investigated with the special counsel or Biden's lawyers, and you need to get rid of this evidence. Otherwise, we already knew this. We already knew Joe Biden was mentally unfit and unwell in, in a very significant way. So what really changes with this? To me, nothing has changed. If the Democrats are planning on removing Joe Biden, they've already made that decision. But I actually think it's something worse than that. I actually think it's something worse than that. And now you have doctors nationwide calling for Biden to take a mental competency test, which he's refused to do multiple times. Remember, Trump did it. Passed with flying colors. Biden won't do it because he would he would fail miserably or they'll just rig the test anyway. It, it doesn't even matter. The proof is in the pudding. It's like somebody saying, I can run real fast, and then they can't even run a 40-yard dash in, in you know less than 10 seconds or something. So we've already seen you run. You're not fast. We've already seen your mental capabilities. They're not there. So So that's just all cannon fodder. No, what I think the Democrats' plan is is much more dangerous. What I think the deep state's plan is is much more dangerous. I, I do think they're going to ride Biden out and, and win or lose. I don't even think it matters to them at this point. That Trump, Trump probably will get another four years and they'll just, it'll just be a wash for them. And then they'll just add all the illegal immigrants to the population and they'll get five more electoral votes in Illinois, New York, and just rig it that way. But but worse than that, worse than that, I think that the Democrats' plan and the deep state plan is to ride Joe Biden out, knowing he's a lame duck president, knowing that damaged his legacy, damaged his reputation, damaged his political career, damage to this administration is all irrelevant. This administration is a joke. It has no positive legacy at all. And, and Joe Biden is worldwide well-known as a total scumbag liar. So I think they are going to ride Biden out to the finish line at this point in the game. That's what I see happening. I don't think there's a plan for Big Mike. I don't think there's a plan for Gavin. If anything, they'll, they'll, they're, they're planning for 2028. I think they're going to do such diabolical things. I think they're going to do such disastrous things. I think the Democrats are going to commit as much evil things as they possibly can in the next eight months with Joe Biden. And I mean, we're talking war. We're talking policy. They might try to load the Supreme Court. I mean, folks, they might just go for it all. Legalizing 30 million illegal immigrants, giving them uh, citizenship. I mean, all of it. 
let, letting more, more illegal immigrants pour into the border. That's what I think the Democrats' plan is right now. I, I think they're laying, I think they're waving the white flag. They, they, I mean, they'll try to get Biden another four years, but I don't think they're thinking 2024. I think they're thinking 2028, and I think they're just going to do awful things in the name of Joe Biden. They view him as a lame duck president, damaging his reputation, damaging his political career, damaging this administration. It is completely irrelevant. They've, it's a total clown show. It doesn't matter. So they're going to launch wars. They're going to steal money. They're going to pack the Supreme Court. They're going to load up uh, illegal immigrants on the voter rolls. It's all going down. It's all going down. And they're going to do it all in the name of Joe Biden. And, and stuff is going to go completely haywire and out of control and disastrous. And, and they're just going to say, well, it's Joe Biden's fault. And Joe Biden will go down as the worst president of all time, and it'll be a complete disaster, but it won't matter because nobody cares about Joe Biden's reputation. He doesn't know what's going on. The Democrats don't care. They'll blame it all on Biden. He's a lame duck president. They'll, they'll push through a bunch of deep state activity. They'll push through a bunch of far left policies. They'll push through anything and everything that they have in their deck of cards that they can do in eight months to destroy this country. And I think they're going to do it all in Joe Biden's name and then just let him fade away into this into the into the dust as the worst president of all time, not caring about his reputation. I think that's what's going on. I think that's their plan. So that's where I think it stands right now on this Friday, February 9th, 2024. But man, I still got so much news. I'm really, really itching to open up the phone lines, but we may have to wait till the third hour once I get through this news and our guests that are coming up as well. But uh, I mean, there's just so much to talk about. Joe Biden, uh, to talk about Elon Musk, to talk about Putin and Carlson. I mean, it's just so much going on. But folks, we're standing up for our rights, we're standing up for your rights, we're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you, I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsShore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore.com. Or triple eight two five three three one three nine. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. The program that strikes fear into the heart of the elite. It's the War Room. Here comes Owen Schroyer. How's that milkshake, Joe? How's that ice cream, Joe? Get to uh, diddle any kids today, Joe? You know where you are, Joe. You know who you are, Joe. All right. We appreciate you tuning in here today and continuing to support us over the years. 
so that we can be here in this most important election year. And we are going full force maxing right here on InfoWars and the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com where we have your vitamin D supplementation options. Winter Sun Plus, this is the liquid tincture for maximum absorption under the tongue. Vitamin D3 liquid tincture under the tongue to make sure you're getting your vitamin D in the winter months. The cold and the flu season, your immune system is weakened because you're not getting the sun. That's why we have ultra ultra vitamin D3 in the form of Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com or the vitamin D3 gummies, also great for vitamin D3 supplementation. But here's the trick with the vitamin D3 gummies. Now, I'm going to tell you, these things taste great, so be careful. Be careful out there. It's going to be tough just to have two. But no, here's the trick. If your parents out there, you got kids at home, you want to make sure they're getting their vitamins, their nutrients every day, specifically vitamin D in the winter, just put two of the vitamin D3 gummies out on the counter in the morning, let your kids gobble them up, and they'll think you are the coolest parent on the planet for letting them eat gummies for breakfast. But little do they know. They don't have to know. I'm not going to tell them. It's going to be our little secret. Little do they know that you're actually getting them their vitamin D3 to support their immune system and keep them healthy. Vitamin D3 gummies, InfoWarsStore.com. Also, also 40% off. So support your immune system and support InfoWars in the process. Vitamin D3 gummies and Winter Sun Plus 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Here's Barack Obama. What? Does this statement mean to you here today? Barack Obama talking about having a surrogate serve as president while he was running things from behind the scenes in clip six. You know now, do you wish like you had a, sec, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what, if, if I could make an arrangement where um, I had, a, I had a, a stand-in, a front man, or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could s- sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that. Oh, interesting. You'd be fine with that. I wonder if that's not what's going on already. I wonder if that's not what's going on already. All right, l- let's just pick up and put down some other stuff that we have going on here. Inside the Biden administration's indifference towards rescuing Americans from Afghanistan. Yeah, um, they let people die in Afghanistan. They're still hostages in in Gaza. And nobody pressures Biden to do anything about that. Nope, nope, no media pressure there. This is our opportunity. Top GOP senators game McConnell's ouster after botched border deal. Oh, really? Well, you're a a little behind, but uh, I suppose better late than never. Who will be the next... Republican Senate leader Rand Paul, Josh Howley, Mike Lee. I wonder. I wonder, but I'm guessing it's not going to be Mitch McConnell another year. In fact, we got to get it. We just got to get him out. The guy needs to go altogether. So apparently, they're finally figuring out. But but this is good news. Better late than never. This is good news. Like I said, look, most of the Republicans in Congress are still normies for all intents and purposes, ladies and gentlemen. They still don't fully understand what's really going on. You'd be like, well, they're in Congress. They should be. They should understand more than anybody. Well, they don't. Don't know what to tell you. So 
But this is part of the process. They're catching up. They're starting to get it. They're starting to get serious. And and, and so maybe that's what Mike Johnson's statement earlier today might represent is he's finally realizing just how bad it is. And maybe with Republicans figuring out how to get rid of McConnell, maybe they're finally figuring out how bad it is. Yeah, I mean, when you see... When you see Chuck Schumer leading McConnell around the Senate on a dog leash, that might be your sign. So maybe that's them figuring that out. Former Atlantic City Council president charged in mail-in ballot fraud scheme during 2022 election. But there is no voter fraud. There is no voter fraud. Uh, except there is, and it's everywhere. Now, here's... Ken Paxton talking about what Democrats are doing to try to rig elections in clip five. Let me ask you about this business with the Texas Court of Criminal Appeals and why that is so significant, uh, not just for Texas, but for the country. Yeah, I appreciate you asking that. It is, in my opinion, more important than any issue we've got going. It will determine the elections that we have coming up in mid-February, early voting, and then March 5th will determine which way Texas goes. And let me explain really quickly. We have a bifurcated system in Texas, legal system. Half half the cases or you know, the civil cases go over to the Texas Supreme Court on file appeal. Other cases, the criminal cases, go to the Court of Criminal Appeals on file appeal. So there's no appeal right from the Court of Criminal Appeals. Well, George Soros figured this out. And he came into Texas and he, ele- he got Democratic DAs elected and, and liberal Democratic DAs in, in the bigger counties like where Austin is and Houston and Bayer. So none of those DAs are really interested in prosecuting crime, including voter fraud. So the other person that can prosecute voter fraud is the Attorney General of Texas. That was granted by the legislature in 1951. We've done thousands of cases. As a matter of fact, when the Court of Criminal Appeals came in two years ago, two days after the filing deadline to run against the three members that were up, I was prosecuting about 900 cases of voter fraud. So the narrative that there's no voter fraud, we had lots of voter fraud and we we had we didn't have enough people to do it. We had four people doing it. And so this was going on. They they came in out of the blue after 71 years of precedent. They overruled their own precedent of thousands of cases and I don't know how many judges agreeing that this was good practice and they overruled the legislature and they overruled the constitution and said no longer can the attorney general prosecute voter fraud. And so right now we're trying to unelect three of the members of the Court of Criminal Appeals with three challengers. I want to name their name because it's super important that people vote because people don't know who's on the Court of Criminal Appeals. And that's how George Soros has accomplished this. And their names are Gina Parker. All right. So it goes on here. He Lee starts Finley getting the local elections. Shen. But the point is, he, he's, he's, this is why they went after Ken Paxton, folks, because he understands the Democrats' strategy and George Soros' strategy to subvert our justice system and our elections. So they were trying to get rid of him because he was trying to stop it, at least in Texas. Well, they failed, and now he's doing all these interviews explaining what's going on. So it's just it's just unbelievable. They also elect their corrupt judges. As uh, Julie Kelly notes here, these are the judges who have determined a U.S. president can face criminal prosecution The first three appointed by Obama and Biden. The last one is 80 years old, appointed by first President Bush, who has been on the court for 34 years. What do they all have in common? What do they all have in common? I wonder. I wonder what they all have in common. A bunch of liberal women with chips on their shoulders. That's what they have in common. That's what it is. That's what it is. 
And so they're trying to take a bite out of that by getting Trump. Nothing to do with justice, just getting Donald Trump. Also, uh, Fat Fanny Willis is having some more issues. Even though they settled the case, it's still it's still not going well for her. New details alleged against Fulton County District Attorney Fanny Willis. Witnesses will testify she cohabitated with Nathan Wade despite her denials at her home. The relationship began in 2019, three years before Willis and Wade say it began and before Wade's 2021 appointment. So, so they were having an affair and then they started working together professionally and then they started working together to go after Donald Trump. So it's not looking good. But uh, this seems to be common for some of these judges. Massachusetts governor nominates ex-lover for state's highest court. So this is the old Kamala Harris way of getting into politics. You know the old thing, under the desk, that whole deal. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got... 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. craziness here from the American left. Let's just go ahead and delve into some of this right now. But see, this is where it all starts. As you have Axios bragging about this, Gen Z is less religious and less Republican than other generations survey finds. So what is this all about? Well, remember, 
give me the youth of that nation and I'll conquer that nation in seven years. So the, the, the American left and, and any other leftists throughout the 21st or 20th century understood you propagandize the youth, you brainwash the youth, and then you get your desired outcome. And so that's what the left is encompassing now. But, but imagine, the left wants to prop itself up as having the moral high ground, but here they're basically admitting that they don't, and that's all done by design. Yes, the fact that the youth is less religious and less Republican is not a coincidence because Republicans actually have the moral high ground, not the American left. That's all pseudo-intellect that somehow being a degenerate, there is no God, that that's now the moral high ground. But so this is all done by design. This is all done by design. And so this is the same reason why they show your kids now, because it starts with trash on TV or or, or trash in the movies, what have you, trash in in music and entertainment, and then it eventually ends up with the trash in the classroom that that is now just uh, straight-up degeneracy and pornography in the classroom, which we're going to be talking about in studio with my upcoming guest. But so this is all by design. So, so why do you have all these transgender kids? Why do you have these transgender shooters? Why do you have these gay flags in the classroom? It's all by design, and it's all Democrat Party propaganda. So they've done the measurements. They've done the measurements. You take God out of the lives. You take God out of the child. You indoctrinate them with your propaganda, and then, oh, look, magically, oh, see, they're not Republicans anymore. Isn't it great? That was by design. Sure, you might destroy a whole entire generation of children. They don't give a damn. They're the party of destruction. That's what they do. So it shouldn't be so surprising. But but some of this madness, some of this madness is just reaching new levels of hilarity. And then filth. Transgender daycare worker avoids prison after sexually abusing a baby. Oh, well, it was a trans person. So it's kind of like Joe Biden. Like, hey, well, yeah, I can't charge Joe Biden for a crime he committed. He's Joe Biden. Well, I can't commit a trans person for sexual abuse. It's a trans person. See? See how that goes? Can't do that. They're above the law. Some people are actually above the law. And they love their identity politics. This is just crazy stuff so you have a democrat in a in a very black area of illinois just outside of chicago in dalton illinois tiffany henyard is the mayor here and she's basically been caught um engaged in all types of unethical use of funds and so she gets caught by the way by her black constituents calling her out if you're watching this you'll see all these people calling her out are black And she's mad because she says, I'm a black woman. I should be allowed to unethically spend money, if not criminally spend money. And the fact you're calling me out as a black woman is a shame on you. Listen to this local report and listen to what she says to her black constituents in clip 12. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet, the mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing, that only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. 
Tiffany Henyard considers herself something of a crusader, but one who's double, clearly double annoyed by there. questions from a rebellious group of Dalton trustees who are in a standoff with her over spending. At the end of the day, vendors are not being paid. Board approved it. The vendors are not being paid. How about you be a good leader, bring RFPs to the forefront, so not just us, but the residents and everybody else in America know how the money is being spent. WGN Investigates has cataloged tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars spent on trips, meals, and more by Tiffany Henyard and her allies in Dalton and on the Thornton Township Board, where she's the supervisor. Township credit card records show Henyard and other officials spent more than $67,000 on trips to Portland, Austin, Atlanta, and New York City. Many of the flights were first class. So were the accommodations. In Atlanta, Henyard and her team stayed at the Four Seasons Hotel, costing taxpayers more than $9,000. In New York, the bill came to 13000 Henyard has refused to explain the specific purpose of the trips or why they travel in such style. But she appeared to refer to our reporting at Monday's Dalton meeting. But everything we do, we do for the people. But we under attack. We getting scrutinized in the media. For what? Loving on the people? Showing them that they matter to us? We going through the fires for y'all. Henyard calls her critics grandstanders who should get in line. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all stuff. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Dalton's difficulties got worse in recent wow. weeks with water main breaks. Henyard blames on trustee budget cuts. Then four people were shot and injured last week, leaving nerves frayed and Henyard's opponents pointing out her sizable security detail. It's unfortunate that politics are being played, but what has happened is a million dollars out of my budget has been cut because of politics. We're not saying the police is not doing a good job. What we're saying is you're assigning all of them to be with you when they should be out here protecting the residents so we can all feel safe. Residents are taking notice. Some spoke for and others against the mayor. Well, you know, we got the mayor here, I mean, meeting with the president of the United States. Everyone's seen the picture. I mean, that's a big deal. That That is great promotion for this city, for this town. Ladies and gentlemen, be civil. Do things right. Think of the residents. You are here to represent the, the residents and not yourself. So uh, another Democrat grandstanding on her race, on her skin color, even though if you watch this, e- everyone that's calling her out is black. That's why she's mad. She says, hey, you guys are black. You know, we're supposed to be in this together. We're supposed to be stealing money and committing crimes and doing all this together. And they're like, uh, no, we actually care about the community here. You took a million dollars from the police and now there's shootings in our city every day, but you have the massive security detail. You took all this money, you're spending it on lavish trips and lavish vacations. We can't even get water mains fixed. And then she gets up there and scolds the people and makes it all about skin color, even though every single one involved in this process was black. Every single one. So, but this is really just the Democrat Party falling apart. And this is really the, the, the racial politics, the, the racial identity politics failing as well. But, but they, they, they still won't stop. Here's Eric Adams. This is quite comical. Here's Eric Adams. Again, what's, Mr. Adams, what is the strength? What is the strength of your leadership, Eric Adams? Stand up. They need to see you. Deputy Mayor Williams Ison, Deputy Mayor Mira Josie, Deputy Mayor Amazar, Deputy Mayor Maria Torres Springer. 
Have you ever seen this much chocolate leading the city of New York? Hmm. And then go down the line. Look, look who's here. This is representative of the city. That's why people are hating on me. Oh. You trying to figure out? Oh. Why they're hating on me? They're hating on me because those are, how many of you go to church? Ma'am, this is a Matthew 21 and 12 moment. Jesus walked in the temple. He saw them doing wrong in the temple. He did what? He turned the table Came over. over. I went to City Hall to turn the table over. First woman police commissioner of color. First Spanish-speaking police commissioner. First Spanish-speaking uh, uh, correction commissioner. You know what's co sad about this? You're, what what Eric Adams and what Tiffany Henyard are doing are, is actually extremely embarrassing for black people. It's actually it's actually really embarrassing for black people because now what they're doing is they're they're totally failed in their leadership and they're saying, but but look at how black I am. When there's perfectly capable black people, there's plenty of black people that are great leaders and could actually run a city well, but not them. So, but imagine here's what you're dealing with: they hire people based off the color of their skin. And then their cities fall apart and they get scrutinized for it because they're not hiring people based on merit. They're not hiring people based on ability or experience. It's solely based off skin color. And then what happens? Your city falls apart. Your city is given. Oh, but see, again, it's the same thing. Eric Adams. Who's he talking about? Who's criticizing Eric Adams? 50 Cent, a black man. Who's criticizing Eric Adams? Stephen A. Smith, a black liberal. So the whole thing is falling apart, ladies and gentlemen. And then this whole skin color game that they play, it, it, it's not working. It's not working anymore. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds to clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. Making talk radio great again. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. So you've got Eric Adams selling the city of New York out. You've got Tiffany Henyard selling her area out. And then she says, well, the, but I'm black. And then all the black constituents are like, I don't give a damn. But see, this is this is all that liberals can, can run on now is their identity because they have no merit. And so this is happening at the airlines, too. Oh, you're in midair. And uh, well, is my flight pilot capable or is his skin color right? And so Matt Walsh has discovered and obtained internal footage where the whole conversation is all about getting white people out of the cockpit, getting white people out of aviation. Again, I, I don't care. Whoever whoever is the best pilot is who I want flying my plane, but these people are obsessed with skin color. Here's part of it, which this clip exposes that they not only don't understand um, that they're racists, but they 
don't even seem to understand anything about basic aviation and the process of becoming a pilot in clip 14. And, and we're looking at that, but we're also looking at really a need across the agency to recruit and retain a diverse uh, population of folks. And as you mentioned, no how much that adds to to the, the process. Um, what, what do you think are some of the key points that we need to remember uh, as we as we embark on this challenge going forward? Oh, that, oh, that's uh, that, that's a pretty good um, a pretty good question. I think one of one of the things we need to now is that everyone else is embarking on the same thing, right? Just across the system. So competition is going to be um, competition is going to be it's just going to be really heavy, right? So a, I think we um, we need to know that. I think it's going to th- take some um, some creativity. You heard uh, Tim saying he and I had talked about, and we're going to you all is you know are there opportunities for any partnerships um, with uh, universities or trade schools that specialize? Um, we kind of talked about from you know ramp to cockpit. Is there some things that we would want to look there? It at, is. That's um, what you there. need. So the guy the guy. Uh put in your bags just oh you've been doing bags for four years let's put you in the cockpit now that's how it worked all right now ladies and gentlemen what you're about to see here is real trans lovers trying to decide what to do with their removed testicles in their shared fridge uh for your enjoyment here's a couple of trans lovers extremely confused i'm i'm confused here let's see if we can sort it all out so in Mr. Wojciechowski's response, he admits that he possessed the medical specimen, and he admits that he disposed of them. Okay. I am suing for the return of them, and damages in the amount of $6,500. She had had her testicles removed, I believe if I recalled correctly, it was March 23rd, and they were left in the fridge. I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought it was odd, but... I try not to judge because everybody's a little different. It, it's what made her happy, whatever. I want nothing to do with them. Um, I'm not one for body parts and all that stuff. It's kind of gross, actually. Um, it's part of her twisted humor, not mine. And so they were in the house from March, April to... They were there from April 2022 until July of 2023 when I disposed of them. Yeah, so because... Um, That physical anomaly has been a point of stress in my life since I can remember. And my middle name that I chose is D because my whole life I've been called Big D. I'm D from D. And I thank God that these D's nuts were extracted. And they were put into a biohazard bag. I put them in a mason jar. And I put them in the fridge next to the eggs. Um, so let me ask you this. Was the conversation ever from you, I'm done with you, could you please get your, your testicles out of my refrigerator? That never came up, and if they were so important to her, I don't understand why she didn't grab them then. So, so the amount that I'm claiming is for the damages of not having these nuts with me. I want them in my fridge, not his. I'm not sure why right. he would want to keep them. All right. The damages were the loss of these nuts. All right. Look, either Alex Stein is going to have to retire or step up his game. 
Can you get your balls out of my... We are getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. This book's from the Missouri Public Library. When I'm in office, they will burn. That's Valentina Gomez, and she is in studio with me now. And I, I really want to get into this issue that I think has spurred her into running for office, but she can speak for herself, and that's the grooming of children. And, and and she herself, as a Division One college athlete, knows what it's like because she has brothers, so she would compete against brothers, and that may have made her a better athlete so she could compete and win against women when she was a Division One swimmer. But so were you shocked? Because I would imagine I've seen it from parents. I've talked to parents. I've been to some of these events. I've been to some of these city council meetings. They find the books that are in the libraries. They find the books that are in the classroom, and you think – well, maybe it's a little mundane. Maybe it's a little subtle. It's not. It's direct. It's in your face. Were you shocked when you saw these books that they're showing to children? And more specifically, the books you found in the Missouri Library? Yes. Uh, first of all, this is all a coordinated attack against the children. And this has been happening for years. And the thing is that the beautiful thing about this is that the pedophiles have exposed themselves. On my comment section, look at all of the news outlets that have come out against me. So these are the pedophile news outlets now. MSNBC, Newsweek, The New York Post, all coming out against me because I pointed out the fact that... A year old. So... That's in one of the mm -hmm. books, isn't it? Yeah, that is in one of the books. And I am not for pedophiles for groomers to be involved with children. What are we doing? Well, here's what they're doing. They admitted so much in Axios this morning. Gen Z is less religious and less Republican than other generations. See, this is what it's all about. They they don't really care about destroying the children. It's part of a it's part of an agenda. So what they figure is, oh well, if we destroy the children, we tell the children, hey, you can be a boy, you can be a girl, you can be this, you can be that. It doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or not. If you have common sense, which is now seemingly only Republicans, you say, hey, you're not a boy. You're not this. You're you're a boy. You're a girl. You're whatever you were born with. This is what you were born with. Well, then the Democrats come in. They say, "Oh no, your parent hates you. Your parents a transphobe." So it's all political. They will they they have now proven. They've now shown that they will willfully, gleefully destroy children for their political agenda. It is like I said before. It is all coordinated, and the children are the seeds of the future. They are future leaders, and now we're tainting their identity, telling them that who they are is wrong and that the books that it is providing to them is what they have to become. So these people, they want to put the greatest video got taken down and now we're back. And where, did they, where did they take it down? from? So they took it down from Instagram. And oh, first they took it down. Me. They put a, a hateful content warning and they limited the vision for people to see it on X. Then what is the story with those books? Specifically? So I they're from the Missouri Library. 
So those yeah. books you got from the Missouri Library and, and what was inside of them, you mentioned one of them has features direct pedophilia. Direct pedophilia, grooming, and before I even go into this even further, this is what is happening is that Donald Trump and I are basically in the way of the groomers because they want to come. They're coming after me. They're coming after Well, that's good. I mean, the fact that that you're on on their radar means that they're they're afraid of you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're trying to remove me from the ballot, just like President Trump. Oh, really? Yes. In Missouri? In Missouri. It's going to start now. I mean, Missouri is probably top 10 conservative states, I would say. I mean, St. Louis and Kansas City water down because they're really blue. But but really, Missouri is pretty much bright. I mean, it's, it's dark red, I would say. The problem is that we have weak leaders. We have very weak leaders. Rhinos, our current governor, weak as well. I have called them out, called them out very, very, for a very long time, countless of times, in regards to him selling out Missouri to China. Didn't do anything. You're talking and about Parsons. Parsons, yes. Parson. And thankfully, he's no longer going to be governor. But still, whoever comes to lead our state has to be strong, has to stand up against the groomers. And if he hasn't done so in, during time in office, then he shouldn't be running or he shouldn't become elected governor. That's well, the thing. I think, uh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't give Parsons an F. He, I mean, all the Republican leadership is weak at some degree. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to get these people like up. You know what I mean? It's like let's try to get them up on our level. But I understand the frustrations a lot. So you go to the library, you rent these books. Now, if you would have posted what was in these books on Instagram, they probably wouldn't have banned you. If you would have been like, oh, look, here's a 40-year-old and a 4-year-old having sex. It's in this book. Then they would have said, hey, that's great. Let's put that to the top. But because you said, no, I don't want this, they decided to censor your video. Exactly. And then Instagram took it down. I called my, um, well, I called for Mark Zuckerberg to reinstate me, reinstate my views. It happened about, I would say, 10 hours later. And this is a problem that Republicans, conservative people like me are having. We're being censored left to right. And that's not okay because we're speaking up for the children. We're speaking up for our rights, for the right things. You can be gay all you want. I don't care. Just don't put this stuff in children's faces. Yeah, this is not way, for, for children to see. We've got plenty of gay people in America today, and they didn't need this stuff Mm-mm. when they were young. Absolutely to, not. To figure out whatever their sexuality was when they were an adult. But, okay, now let's talk about the athletics part. Now, I didn't know this coming in. I knew you were a Division One athlete. I didn't know you had brothers. I had a uh, – well, I, I have a sister. She was a great athlete. As well, maybe that's because she was, you know, competing with me when we were growing <laughs> up. But then she got to compete with girls, and she had a fair playing field, and she was able to be successful. Now you have guys competing as women, specifically in swimming. How outrageous is this? If you saw, if when you were swimming in college, if you saw a man walk into the locker room and say, "I'm, I'm competing against girls," competing against she doesn't me? care about the F- no, FCC I at don't. all, guys. I don't. All right, One thing if we you get guys find, to- <laughs> I'm calling your campaign. One thing you guys need to know is that I'm not controlled by anyone. No special interest. I have rejected millions of dollars that have been offered to me because I want to do the right thing for the people of Missouri, for the people of the United States. And I love this country too much to sell myself out. And in regards to men mocking women, these are weak men that are mocking us, that are taking over our spaces, taking over our sports, because they couldn't make it in their field. So now their mental illness half already infiltrated our sports. And that's what I'm standing with Riley Gaines, Leah Thomas. Are we out of... All right, you have to stop cursing. We only have so many curse words we can say in a segment. Do we have enough right, dump? My right. she, you really are a flamethrower. My goodness. Yes, yes. Expect the unexpected, but be damn sure that I'm going to be 
truthful and I'm, I'm going to be authentic with you guys because that's who I am and I'm not going to apologize for that. The gloves are off. I'm no longer being nice. Kids are getting mutilated. So, yeah, nice is out the window. Well, we had a video. We featured it earlier this week. And Canada's a little more in this crazed state of things than we are. And it was a female volleyball tournament. And half the people on the court were, were men pretending to be women. And then they shoot. And, and it actually is kind of heartbreaking. You have the men on the court playing, pretending they're females. And then they shoot over to the sidelines. And on the bench is all the girls. The girls are riding the bench because the dudes are in there playing as women. That's the problem. The Canadian citizens stayed quiet. They complied. That's the problem. They complied and now they're suffering for their actions. And that's exactly what's going to happen to us if we don't start acting up. If we continue to follow orders, then these men taking over women's sports, children are going to continue to get mutilated. They're going to be pumped with hormones. It's just going to get worse. You can't give these leftists an inch because then they're going to annihilate us. And that's, that's not going to work with me. You have, for, you have to get through me in order for you to get through the children. Yeah, guys, go back to that point where you see the girls that don't get any playing time anymore because the, the dudes are all on the field. Yeah, they, they have the screenshot Terrible. there. I mean, that's just – it's really actually heartbreaking. Is that – that Asian dude, 18, is that a, is that a dude or a, or a girl? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they can just identify oh as a different God. age now. No, these are the these are the these are the boys that are competing in the women's volleyball tournament, and then all the girls are riding the bench. So th- those are the actual girls not allowed to compete because the guys are playing. This is assault. This should be assault. But of course, and where those, are the feminists? By the way, yes, where the well, the feminists are controlled by well, whoever gives them the most money. So, well, they're attacking they, you. That pink yeah, news. <laughs> that's a feminist website. Weak women, weak women that want to victimize themselves after me because they can't compete against me. They can't speak the way I speak, and they're controlled because they cater to special interests. I can I'm tell not, you I'm grew not, up with brothers. Yes, two older strong brothers, and I am extremely grateful to them. So is this why you, you, you swam in college, you got to compete against women before men dominated the sport, and <laughs> also you saw what was being taught to children in the schools? Is this why you wanted to run? Is that why? And then you didn't see enough strong leadership in Missouri, and so now you're running for Secretary of State? Not just in Missouri, but all over the world. Weak leaders. I grew up with a strong nuclear family. My mom, a badass lawyer. My father, a businessman. And I realized that if you don't do something for the people that you love, for your community, for your country, then it's all going to get tarnished. Your mother is a lawyer? Yes. What does she say about you burning the library books? Does oh, she weigh in on that one? said, Valentina, don't apologize for defending children. Oh, never. Never. I'm just did the library say anything to you yet? When do those books do back? Uh... We'll find out. And if the, if the library wants to sue me, sue me. Go ahead, because you guys are pedophiles. You guys are aiding that. So that's not going to work with me. And I'm ready with my army of lawyers and my army of the United States of America that's going to come after you because you guys are groomers. You guys are pedophiles. What did you have to say to Nikki Haley in that video that <laughs> we just had on the screen? Nikki Haley is a communist Democrat posing as a Republican. And what I asked Nikki Haley is that if she was going to release her client list from her defense contract, that's her contracted firm. Well, I think it's fair to believe at this point, many people in media and Congress have stocks in the defense contractors and the weapons manufacturers. That's why they always love war. We know Nikki Haley has always been pro-war. 
So her people got a little aggressive with you there, too. Told a group of police and sheriffs, we played the video yesterday, there was a sheriff from Ohio, he said, yeah, we just had a meeting with Ray, he said that we have higher terror levels right now than we did before 9-11. I know. And they say the border's secure, though. They told us the yeah, border Biden was said the, bo- the border's secure. And now he has dementia, and now he oh. can't answer for all of his crimes against humanity, against the United States, against us. So, for what? Why? It's, it's terrible. It is so sad that this happened to the greatest country, and that's why we need Donald Trump to get back in office, because he's going to put us back on track. He's going to help Canadians. He's going to help all of these wars, and they're yeah. going to come to an end. Well, strong America really raises the rest of the world. I think that that's already been proven. We set an example for yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah, and, and, and really, we just need foreign policy that's not going to be destructive like it has been for so many years, and that's why I think some countries, like Russia, that would much rather have good relations with the West— they're just saying, you know what, we want to have good relations with you, but you guys are psychotic, you're mm-hmm. dishonest, all you care about is war and destruction. And the propaganda, look what they did to me, worldwide. They made me look into the worst human being possible. But now the people have realized this was all coordinated. And Valentina, we support you. That's what the American people are saying to me. We support you, we back you. Thank you so much for doing this. Because before, we had to comply, and now with you, we get to fight. Where did you get that flamethrower? Did we train with that? <laughs> I have a flamethrower. I don't know if I, who <laughs> shot that video. Did your brother shoot that? Uh, my marketing team. I would. I don't know if I'd want to be around you with a flamethrower. <laughs> oh, come on, join me. And I'm waiting for Elon uh, Musk to send me my pink flamethrower. <laughs> the uh, the boring company flamethrower. I think. Absolutely, that's what we need. And I've I've been very honest from the beginning. I'm here to trigger the liberals and to bring common sense back because the bullshit that we're encountering is no longer tolerable. Yeah, but at some point you're gonna have to you're gonna have to reach out to the to the more central conservative. I mean, I know Missouri. I'm from St. Louis. A no lot of, way. Oh yeah, that's where I started. Moving back? You're moving back? No, probably not. <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 a Texan now. No. But you know what? I what I what what I'm afraid of because I know the Missouri voter. They're really conservative. Yes. And some of them, I don't know. Maybe it's changed, but some of them don't really like to be controversial. They and like the problem. to be kind of like, oh, I don't really want to stir the pot. Oh, I don't really want to ruffle feathers. That's the problem, and I respect that. And I'm okay with being controversial. I'm okay with taking the heat because all of these Democrats, they're, they're loud, but they're useless and worthless. That's why I'm going against them. I'm a conservative, and I'm willing to take the heat. So, What's your yeah. strategy? Because you've got to hit the suburbs hard. You've got to go into the rural areas, I would imagine, yes. overload the ballots yeah. there. It's... It's starting. So wait, what's the process of trying to keep you off the ballot? I mean, we know what they're doing to Trump. So what are they trying to do to you? We'll find out. I'll be back in Missouri <laughs> to later tonight. Okay. Yes. You think there's going to be some news on that? There's been, yeah. Well, you know, in Oregon, they just said 13 Republicans, you can't run. They just said, you're off the ballot. You're not allowed to run. Yes, and that's tyranny. That's tyranny. So it's going to take Donald Trump to get back in office to end this BS. That's what they're afraid of. That that's why they keep saying, oh, he's going to become an authoritarian. Well, mm-hmm. simply, I mean, put it this way. Arresting criminals does not make you an authoritarian. Look at what Bukele has done for El Salvador in just a few short years. He got it done. He got the job done. He had the will and mm-hmm. he did it. And then now it's done. And that's what we're missing. We're missing willpower and fortitude in regards to leadership within this nation, within the states. That's something we don't have. Yeah, I, I think that that's why... I mean, there's a lot of reasons why they don't want Trump on the ballot. But 
I hope Trump has the will to do more in his next administration. I feel, like he, I feel like he left a lot on the table. He understands the game now a little more. A lot more, actually. I hope, a, lo- I hope a lot he, more. He needs to call. And people fear him. Look at, look at what they're doing to him. Political persecution, trying to take him down left and right, and he still thrives. But think about it. They can't censor you because you're running for office. They can't censor a political candidate. That's, I mean, that's interfering in elections, right? That's what they said. Yes, exactly. They only do it to us Republicans. Yeah, not to the liberals that want to mutilate your children, that want to pump them with hormones. They're hypocrites, pieces of garbage. And then they'll say, oh, DEI, we're trying to help them with their identity. Come on, we have to affirm them. So let me ask you this. If generals don't define your gender, how does removing them affirm it? Well, they always say if you're confused about your gender, a swift kick in between the uh, the legs will help you figure that out <laughs> hey, real quick. I'll be the first one to kick somebody. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get out of the studio. Well, yeah, but see, that's why they want to do this because then they say, they say, oh, little Johnny, you want to be a girl. Oh, yeah, my teacher told me I can be a girl. I want to be a girl. They say, oh, well. But my parents don't want me to be a girl. They tell me I can't be a girl. Oh, well, your parent is transphobic and probably a Republican. So don't worry. We'll take you to the doctor. We'll take care of you. And then and then they'll engage in either the hormone therapies, um, different drugs. They may even take them to California. I mean, that's been a story before with some parents. And they'll say, well, yeah, we'll just we'll take you to have the trans kid surgery and we'll just remove the parents from the process. And that's all. See, Democrats hate parents because the parents are supposed to be the authority structure of the children. Well, they want to be the authority structure. Exactly. Well, they warned us. We're here and we're coming for your children. Yeah, that was the San Francisco men's choir. Yes, yes. And men. Well, yeah, totally. Naked. Naked as well. Yeah, they so, don't even hide it. Mm-mm. They show you the books. They tell you in the gay choir, we're coming for your children. And they, we don't take them seriously. That's the, and that is the dumbest thing that us Republicans also don't come to, to our senses. Now we got to fight back, take them seriously, and then destroy them because their children, our children, are no longer available for this. We're no longer subscribing to this narrative of pedophilia. No. Well, and look, it's come to the point where most, I mean, a lot of parents will just say, I'm just going to remove my children from the public school system, and that's, that's fine, but it shouldn't have to be that way. You shouldn't have to fear indoctrination. We should be able to utilize these things. We pay for these things. We should have a good public school section. Now we have lawlessness that is allowed. Truth is no longer permissible. Truth is whatever we say is. Truth is a a man can get pregnant. Yeah. Truth is Joe Biden is mentally fit. (laughs) Yes. Also Trudeau with him putting tampons in men's bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, what is that? (laughs) You know, what's funny about this too is if this was going on when I was in school, I feel like we would have had a field day. I mean, honestly, we would have bullied these teachers. I mean, literally, like, we would have bullied them. We would have, If they would have come to the class, like, waving a gay flag, like, oh, hi, class, like, I'm a woman today, I'm I'm, bi- I'm non-binary, we would have been like, oh, my gosh, this is comedy hour, let's <laughs> yeah, go. Throw some tampons. <laughs> I mean, literally, though, like, so, I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that doesn't really go on anymore. We've gotten but- too soft. We've gotten too soft, too comfortable, too pampered, that's the thing. Yeah, this nation has been so great that we no longer appreciate what it took to make it great. All right, and well, now, maybe, uh, maybe I'll put in a good word for you with some of the, uh, hey, hey, you want a little, you need to, they need to investigate Cori Bush, you know. I my may co- or, congresswoman in my. District. I may or may not yeah. know some things because I have some friends and 
family in St. Louis, but let me tell you, there's more there's more wasteful spending going on than people realize. Mm-hmm. You might find uh, maybe some you know brand new Cadillacs and stuff. Wow. Uh, I mean, I have a Prius, so. <laughs> well, call Cory Bush. That's, I've heard that she yeah. has really nice vehicles. And also, she seriously pays, nice. She pays really well. Her security guard. Well, that's after you, uh, yeah. you, know, you sleep with her. Then yeah, she pays you exactly. really well. That's how that. That's how that story goes. All right, Valentina Gomez. Where can people follow your campaign and support you? Of course, you can find me on Valentina for Missouri on Instagram, and my website is ValentinaForMissouri.com, and on X, Valentina for S O S. All right, let's uh, make sure that we get a lot of followers there on her Twitter account. Get these videos to go viral. I, I wouldn't want to be around her with a flamethrower. But the videos are, uh, are are viral potential, and and we need this attitude more in the Republican Party as well. Just you know, you, you want to show our kids pornography in the classroom. We're just going to go ahead and burn those books. So you call us book burners. Well, yeah, we'll we'll burn pornography. Let's have the conversation, Valentina. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. God bless you. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at Infowarsstore.com, then. I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. InfoWarsStore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Dismantling the leftist propaganda machine, it's Owen Schroyer. All right, we're about to go live to Nick Sortor, and it, it, it would appear he's still in Maui. Dealing with this story, it's uh, it, it's something we can't forget about. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, everything we do here is brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com so we can give a platform to great candidates like Valentina Gomez and great guests like Nick Sortor and, and raise these big stories. It's all possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. So please shop at InfoWarsStore.com. And if you like this show, that's how you can keep it on air, InfoWarsStore.com. All right, now, Nick, the other day you were uh, able to get into a Twitter spaces live on the Alex Jones show, and you brought up a really great point that doesn't get discussed enough. Not not just how, and this is, you know, it kind of comes with the territory and media, and I, and I know you understand, but it's like stories come and they go, and we tend to forget about them, and we tend to kind of leave them behind, and, and Maui might be one example of that, but you, you called in and you made a great point. You said, hey, look, I'm down here in Maui, uh, Lahaina is still burned to the ground. The people aren't getting any answers and they're not getting any help. But this bill has tens of billions of dollars for Israel and for Ukraine. Where's the help for the people in Maui? So expand on that a little bit. But but really, your boots on the ground. What is going on in Maui? What has the aftermath been since the Lahaina wildfire? 
Man, so Owen, I have been here for uh, this time over three weeks at this point. And, you know, I originally came here back in September. I decided to come back for a follow-up in January. I was not supposed to be here this long, but th- this has gotten so, I, I mean, it, this is, the response effort is a disaster in and of itself. I mean, you, you people can't get aid. They're having to move off the island at this point. You know, one of my good friends that I was staying on his couch while I was here last time now had to move off the island because he lost his business and he's not getting any aid from the federal government uh, or the state government or any governments around here. It just seems like more and more at this, this point, these people here are getting frustrated. They're they're now believing that this is a land grab. Even people that said I was a big conspiracy theorist before saying that this was possibly a land grab are now coming back to me saying, Nick, this looks like a land grab at this point because they're intentionally slow walking the relief efforts and the cleanup at this point. You know, like you're not allowed to clean up your own property. Uh, they're clearing an average of maybe two lots per day at this point. Uh, and there are 2,100 lots. So you can do the math on that. It's going to take several years to even start the rebuilding process after cleanup because they're not letting anybody uh, touch their property until after every single lot is cleaned up at this point. And the mortgage moratorium is about to end, which means that a lot of these people are going to lose their properties. So they, they're going to pay a mortgage on, on a, a structure that's not even there anymore. And they have, there's nothing they can do about it. Well, well, as you said, that was one of the, I mean, quote unquote, conspiracy theories was that this whole thing was a land grab. And it, and it sounds there's even more evidence to support such theories now but when you say, okay, so move off the island, I mean, that's what they would want. So their mortgages will expire. Mm-hmm. They're going to move off the island. Well, what happens next? Well, what happens next is then you're going to see a bunch of people having to dump the properties over here. If they can't afford to hold on and pay the note for the next five to seven years without actually being able to use the property, without it actually being their home, they're not going to have any choice but to either get foreclosed on or sell it for pennies on the dollar. And that's exactly how this is going. There was just a condo uh, about two weeks ago, the first one that uh, that ended up selling in Lahaina, where they were no longer able to, uh, and they knew that the moratorium was about to end. They knew they couldn't afford the mortgage because they can't live there anymore. And so they ended up selling it for $140,000 after buying it for $600,000 two years ago. So, And then they moved off the island. They don't have a choice. Okay, well, we've There's seen... no structure. They didn't even buy the structure. They just bought the, 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 the property at this point. We've seen hurricanes go through areas. I mean, specifically, there was one that recently went through Florida. Very devastating. They were able to rebuild. And so why can't they rebuild Lahaina? Why are, why are they unable to rebuild? Well, you know what? You, you'd think that the, the, uh, the strongest government in the world would be able to come in here and make that happen. However, they've done the opposite. FEMA has actually created a, a, a homeless crisis in and of, you know, just with, with their response, because they're coming out here and they waited so long to bring any aid to the area that now they're having to desperately look for housing for these residents that lost everything in the fire. So what they're doing is they're going to landlords of people that weren't directly affected by the fire. And now telling the landlord, OK, we're going to give you between 130 and 300 percent of the rent you're getting right now. But you have to move out your current tenant and put our tenants in there. So these people that have now lost their businesses and their jobs and, you know, don't have 
many sources of income at this point because, you know, even if they're getting unemployment, it's only, you know, seven, eight hundred dollars a month. They can't afford to pay the extra rent. That's why they're ending up in tents on the beach over here, uh, you know, in, in some of the, the city parks. And it, it, the, the tent cities are getting bigger and bigger every day. Owen. It, it is it's, it's disheartening. And that's why I'm still here. It's just getting worse. Well, where are the construction crews? Where, where are the cleanup crews? Why, why aren't there crews there around the clock? I mean, really, I, I would say the devastating and the devastation in a concentrated area might be worse than a hurricane. But when you look at what happened, again, I'll just use the most recent example, the hurricane that went through Florida, much larger area got destroyed. I mean, that was a massive hurricane, destroyed a very large landmass. They were, they were there around the clock rebuilding, and they got pretty much everything going now. What, I mean, what's the explanation for the absence here? Well, the explanation for the absence is that at this point, you are not allowed to, as I said earlier, you're not allowed to bring your own contractors on here. There are no private companies out here besides the ones that have been specifically contracted by the government. So you're not allowed to touch your own property, as I said. You know, in these other areas, it seems like, you know, if you do have a hurricane or whatever, you have the Army Corps of Engineers. That's what they're for. They're supposed to be aiding in relief efforts like this, but they have they've hardly been activated. There's like, uh, there's, there's, I've seen probably, I, I think the total now is like 20 people from the army Corps of engineers that are here. And that's just not nearly enough for a town of this size with 2,100 lots that need to be cleared. Uh, and they have to clear six inches into the soil as well. So it takes a lot, a lot of truckloads every day. They're only running seven trucks out here. It's going to take it's going to take five to seven years at this point. And that's that should not be acceptable for the United States of America. And I'm telling you, Owen, this is a big cover up at this point. They are desperately trying to force people to forget about this, uh, to make it go away. FEMA is a facade. All they're there for is to make the federal government look like they're actually doing something. And then once the media attention goes away, FEMA goes away and they, and they hardly do anything. Mm. It, it's it's really sad for these people out here. And man, there's so much more to this story than even I've said so far, because, you know, we're talking about there was a mainland contractor that got like $500 million to clear the land, but only has, you know, like 15 people a day doing it. So that that, that private company off of uh, the mainland is pulling in like $250 per man hour. Uh, and they're hardly getting anything done. So, I mean, they're, they're making out like bandits on this. And why? That's a pretty good question. Yeah, and, and again, I think the comparison you bring up, if you want to kind of just reach the lowest common denominator and, and keep it simple, stupid, as the KISS method goes, how is it that Ukraine gets unlimited billions of dollars, Israel, which has plenty of money, gets unlimited billions of dollars, but the people in, in, in Lahaina, which is just a small area, I mean, we should be able to get this thing done in a year. I understand it was devastating. And and look, we're, we're up against a break here, and I want to continue to dig into this story on the other side. But but just quickly in 30 seconds, I mean, does the city still completely appear to be completely devastated? Like, has anything been rebuilt? No, not a single thing has been rebuilt, Owen, because they wouldn't even, they didn't even start cleanup until two weeks ago. Keep in mind, this disaster happened six months ago. And they still haven't, uh, just now, they just started this minuscule cleanup effort. 
And again, it's to force people out of here. I truly believe that. And most of the residents do at this point as well. It's really sad. Okay, well, that's great. That's and, a great segue because I wanted to ask you that in the next segment. What are the residents telling you? Nick Sortor is our guest, and, and he's on the ground in Maui talking about this when nobody else is. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Tor is with us from the ground in Lahaina, still the rubble behind him. And this is pretty wild. There's, there's a lot of different angles to this. And we've got into a couple of them. The lack of response, the lack of rebuilding effort. Of course, the unlimited money for Israel or Ukraine or anywhere else on the planet, but not for Lahaina and Maui. Okay, so so this leads us to the whys. And, and maybe we'll get into some of those whys. We addressed one, it's a giant land grab, and maybe there's some other stuff going on that Nick Sortor can talk about. But first, Nick, I was going to ask you this, and you lead, you, you lead me into this with your last comments in the last segment. What are the locals saying to you? What, what do the locals think is going on? What are they saying to you? They're getting increasingly frustrated, Owen. I mean, you have these people that they don't have any, they keep being moved from place to place to place to place by FEMA. So they have no... You know, some of the they put them in in the hotels over here for a little while. And then FEMA's like, okay, well, we got to move you somewhere else. And this happens, you know, almost, uh, you know, one to two times per month for some of these residents where they don't have any sort of, you know, there's no prospect for them to rebuild their house anytime soon. 
And they also can't even trust the, the, the fact that like their temporary home that they can even call a home. They're just waiting on that call every single day to figure out, okay, you know, where are they going to move me to this time? Are they going to tell me that they're no longer going to provide me housing? Like they're doing to, to multiple people that I've talked to that are now in, in, in these tent cities are popping up, not just down here, but in Kahului, which is 45 minutes on the other side of the Island uh, for these people to stay in. And as these, as this goes on, people aren't knowing whether or not this is government ineptitude or if it's being done intentionally. There were a lot of people in the beginning that were rallying around their governor and mayor, thinking that they were doing the best for this community. But now, based on the way that it's been handled, where you can't talk to the governor, he won't come out here and talk to any of the people. The mayor hides. The police chief, which blocked the roads and wouldn't let anybody out. I posted those 911 calls a couple of days ago. I'm not sure if you heard them, but people were literally being forced back into the fire when they were. Those are on your Twitter account. And they are on my Twitter account. Yes, we'll pull those up. Keep going. And I'll be, I'll be posting even more. And uh, but you know, it, it, you you see these these people that are just desperate in this situation, and the only people that survived are the ones that disobeyed the government that day. And I've, I've talked to several people that were in that exact same situation. I talked to a business owner where, you know, they worked on, uh, you know, it was a, a, a plumber, right? And so they had the, the, the trucks and everything that had four-wheel drive. They were calling the boss and saying, man, they're putting us back in the fire. He said, use that four-wheel drive. That's what you got it for. Go around. And that's exactly what they did. And they survived. And, and, and that's, that is a question that nobody will answer here. Nobody in the government here wants to answer the question as to who closed the roads and why. Every single road leading out from the fire zone was closed that day. You could not get out, you know, unless you had a vehicle that was capable of doing so or you got out and ran. You had hundreds of people jumping in the ocean over here. And it still took and people died in the ocean as well because the Coast Guard took several hours to respond. My God, they told me an anonymous source told me, you know, from the Coast Guard told me that they found out about the people in the water from X. But they were shutting off power. They were shutting off water. They were shutting down the roads. Mm -hmm. Well, this thing just gets worse and worse. The more we learn about it now, even months later Uh, now. okay, so. What are the conclusions that the locals are reaching? I mean, because certainly they're reaching conclusions at this point. Yeah, well, the biggest conclusion is that it's a uh, that that it's a land grab, right? I know that's something that we've been saying from the start here, but uh, you know, I, I, I people don't want to believe. Some people do, but not everybody believes. You know, as this goes on, people think worse and worse and worse of the situation, where you know they they don't know why it started they don't know why there was a there was a fire that was in the morning okay that was extinguished and uh, and then they sent all the firefighters to another part of the island so there were no firefighters here in Lahaina and then all of a sudden conveniently a second fire popped up in a different spot the same day after the they're saying that the they're trying to blame it on the electric company but supposedly the lines were already de-energized so how did the fires start with an electrical wire when the lines were already uh, de-energized. That, that's another big question that these people have here. They really don't want to, and nor do I. I don't want to jump to the conclusion that the government actually started the fire, but, man, there are so or somebody. many, quote-unquote, coincidences. And you're showing this video right now of, uh, you know, cars that are burned out. There were a lot of bodies that were in those cars. You know, there were children, multiple children 
that I know that I've been I've corroborated from multiple different sources where they were finding the remains of children in those vehicles. The government says only two children died. Oh, there were multiples of that just on one street. Well, what about the just children that were street? missing that we never heard anything about? So the, there is a I know there's been a lot of talk about missing children. And I, there was a thing floating around where there were like a thousand missing children or something. There were a thousand missing people in the beginning. Uh, but at, at this point, it, it doesn't seem like they were children. Now, I've dug into this story as much as humanly possible. I do know that there were a lot of entire families that were killed in this, meaning that a lot of times you wouldn't actually, nobody else is looking for those children, right? So it's not necessarily, and in, in, in one of the 911 calls, actually, that, you, uh, uh, that you'll hear on there when you listen to them, it's this lady desperately calling, asking for the fire department to save her children that are in one of the houses because she's on the other side of the island and they don't have a car or anything. And they basically tell her that she's on her own. Good luck. And these are young children, didn't have a car or anything. They couldn't go anywhere. But, you know, the government is not being honest with us about the actual numbers. Well, that's the what I was going to ask. How many gone, died? Do we have a tally? Do we know how many died? Well, the government tally is 99. However, that number went from like 180 down to 99 confirmed. With, you know, they said 180 confirmed and then goes down to 99 which doesn't re- they waited a couple of months to, to revise that number. And it's like, OK, well, is it because nobody was looking for these other people that died, possibly. And uh, it, it, but not a single person that I've talked to here on the island believes that number. They now believe that they have been lied to about the number of children dying and uh, and the number of people in general dying. Keep in mind, Owen, the the population of children under 18 on Maui is 28 percent. And you're telling me that only 2% of the deaths were children? I'm sorry, your numbers don't... The, the math ain't math, Owen. Well, now, the, de- the, the, the representatives there, there's two uh, representatives, both Democrats. There's two senators, both Democrats, mayor, Democrat, governor, Democrat. W- what are they doing? All right, well, so I attempted to go to Washington, D.C. Uh, when I was up there last time in December, and I tried to confront both of them. Brian Schatz, uh, the senator. And uh, Maisie Hirono, which is by far the dumbest and most useless member of Congress. Uh, you'll hear that from a lot of different people. Uh, they both, uh, when, I, uh, when I went into Maisie Hirono's office and I, I told them my name, they immediately took me out. So because they knew who I was at that point because I had been screaming so long about it. I had been hitting her for so long about it, about not doing anything. Brian Schatz, the other Democrat senator from Hawaii, has been tweeting the last few days complaining about the fact that Oh, well, Ukraine's not getting any aid now or whatever. And you, I'm like, Brian, you haven't bothered even once mentioning the fact that Maui's not getting any aid. You, re- you, you represent the people here. But it seems like you're more of a representative of Ukraine than you are here. Because, you know, you have the, the SBA. Luckily, somebody from the, uh, the Small Business Committee uh, has now reached out to me within the past couple of days. Uh, because I was sounding the alarm on all these business owners that are losing their businesses because Joe Biden and the and his small business administration aren't aren't paying out these loans or people that were approved for disaster relief loans six months ago. The money still hasn't cleared in their account. They're getting every single excuse in the book. Therefore, they got to close down shop, move off the island. That's just another reason it seems like they're doing this intentionally. How many things can they mess up? How many coincidences can there be? Before we, you know, start getting to the conclusion that this is intentional. 
Well, I want to do uh, – let's do five more minutes and maybe get into the more conspiratorial sure. side of these things because, I, I mean, look, I, I'm not trying to disrespect your reporting, but, but I mean, people are talking about space lasers dealing with this stuff. And so, I mean, I, I want to know if anybody down there is talking – I'm not saying space lasers, but some – I mean, was there a weapon involved in this? I mean, when I look at this devastation – that we've seen on the screen, this looks like more than just a wildfire. I mean, this looks like this was done intentionally, uh, like with military technology even. So Nick Sortor is our guest. We're going to rejoin him uh, in the next segment. We're going to do five more minutes with him. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, support us at InfoWarsStore.com so that we can get great reporters like Nick on the air to tell these stories. Because, like I said, when he called into the Alex Jones show the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, Maui. Like, nobody's talking about this. Well, this is still an in, a very interesting story that never really got concluded, and it hasn't even been properly addressed or fixed. So we'll be right back with more. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it, and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with TurboForce. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the TurboForce be with you.